Hi, welcome to the My Breast, My Health podcast. My name is Tasha Gandhi-Mihaja and I'm a breast cancer surgeon with over a decade's worth of experience. I created this podcast as a place where those who have been affected by breast cancer can connect with each other, share experiences and learn from each other's life stories. I will also have conversations with experts in the field of medicine as well as the health and wellness space. So if you want to learn more about this topic, then this is the place to be. The aim of this podcast is simple, to create a community where everyone feels empowered to help each other and support one another. This is because I truly believe that together we are stronger. I'm really happy to spend this time with you. So let's start build a community. Hello and welcome to the podcast. If you're listening to this soon after its release, then you will know that this is the last episode of this year, 2019. I hope you have managed to enjoy the festive season. And as today is New Year's Eve, hopefully you are looking forward to the arrival of 2020 as well. If you're listening to this in the future, then I hope you've had a good year so far. As this year's ending, I would like to take this opportunity to thank you, the listener. Some of you may know that I was quite nervous about venturing out to the podcasting world. And to be honest, it has taken quite a lot of courage for me to do so. However, since the release of this podcast only a few months ago, I have received so much support from you all. The feedback has been amazing. And so for that, I would like to thank you from the bottom of my heart. So what's in store for 2020? Well, there'll be more interviews with experts, more solo episodes from myself, and also, of course, more inspirational stories. I would really love to hear from you, and you may have ideas about future topics or even potential guests. So please connect with me on social, where you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Dr. Tasha G. So that's Dr. Tasha G. Today, I'm going to talk about side effects of breast surgery. Now, when I talk to patients before their surgery, I always discuss the possible risks and complications depending on what type of surgery that person may be having. Nevertheless, because side effects of surgery can encompass so many different areas, I thought it might be useful to talk about them in this podcast episode. So in breast cancer surgery, the common operations are either a lumpectomy, and this is where the cancerous lump is removed and the breast is conserved. This is also known as wide local excision or breast conservation surgery. The other common operation is a mastectomy, where the whole of the breast is removed. I have actually written two blog posts about what happens if you have a lumpectomy and if you have a mastectomy. And if you want to learn a little bit about them in more detail, then I will leave the links in the show notes and you can check them out at www.mybreastmyhealth.com forward slash surgery side effects. Alongside breast surgery, you may also find that you will need auxiliary surgery or armpit surgery. And this is usually performed at the same time. Auxiliary surgery has its own side effects and I will be talking about them as well. So the following can occur early on following surgery, and these include pain and discomfort. It's not unusual to feel some degree of pain or discomfort immediately post-surgery. The hospital will give you pain relief medication to take home for the duration of your recovery. 
The discomfort you can feel can vary in intensity and duration. And for the first two days post-surgery, it is usually advisable to take pain relief medication regularly, even when the pain is not that severe. This enables you to continue to be on top of the pain, essentially anticipating it before the pain affects you too severely. After 48 hours, we usually say that it's okay to either stop taking the pain medication regularly or to taper it off slowly. Patients describe pain in various different ways. It is not unusual to feel, as I said, a dull ache or discomfort for a few days, and this should settle with time. After a week or two, you may notice intermittent sharp shooting pains or stabbing pains, some experience tingling, burning or prickly pains. This is usually attributed to nerve pain or what we also call neuropathic pain, where the nerve endings start to fire up again as they start to regenerate as part of the healing process. These types of pains can continue for a few weeks or months, although with time they should become less frequent and less intense. Some patients do suffer from chronic pain and it has been thought to affect up to 20 to 30% of patients. And for some, this can be quite debilitating and can have a big effect on daily living. A recent study published in the Annals of Surgical Oncology in 2018, and I will leave this link also in the show notes, um, this study found that the risk factors for a higher pain burden include young age, so if you are younger, then you are at higher risk of experiencing pain. If you have a higher BMI, then you are at a higher risk of experiencing pain. And the other factor was that if you have high preoperative anxiety. Interestingly, amongst surgical variables, only auxiliary surgery was associated with greater pain at six months after surgery. They actually compared the pain burden of patients who've had breast conservation surgery versus mastectomy versus those who had a mastectomy and reconstruction, and they did not find a significant difference in pain burden between these three groups, which I thought was quite an interesting find. Another factor that was thought to contribute to chronic pain post-surgery is the severity of acute post-operative pain in the immediate days and weeks after an operation. So to minimise this, it is so important that enough pain relief is taken to keep on top of the pain. The other thing is being well prepared for surgery is also extremely helpful. It is important to find out as much as possible about the operation, the recovery time, what to expect to feel immediately after the operation and what things are considered to be normal. This knowledge will hopefully help you through any fears or anxieties, which in turn should minimise the risk of chronic pain. The second possible or common side effect is altered sensation. So you may experience a sensation of numbness, tingling or hypersensitivity following surgery. And this can affect the surgery area itself or the area around your scars. If you've had a mastectomy, then it is likely that you will have no feeling at all around the scar and around the chest wall. In other words, it will be completely numb. I do say to my patients that if you get any feeling back, then that is an unexpected bonus. If you've had auxiliary surgery, 
then expect to feel a strange sensation usually around the under part of the upper arm close to the armpit. People experience numbness, tingling, pins and needles and intermittent sharp shooting pains. This kind of pain is also nerve type pain or neuropathic pain as I described earlier and it should settle down with time. If you've had an axillary nodal clearance and that's where all of the lymph nodes have been removed from the armpit then some people do experience a patch of numbness around the armpit area or the upper part of the arm and this can be a permanent thing so do be aware of that. A third possible side effect that people may experience is lumpiness and firmness of the breast. If you've had a lumpectomy, immediately after the surgery, you can expect the area to feel slightly lumpy and firm. And it will not return to how it felt before you had that surgery for some months, I would say. And this is because as part of the surgery, once the lump is removed, the surrounding breast tissue is normally mobilized and moved around to cover the defect created by the surgery. The surrounding tissue also reacts to the surgery and thickens and hardens as scar tissue forms as the healing process begins. So there will be a degree of irregularity and lumpiness. Within a few months, this will settle and it does eventually adjust and feel like a normal breast but you just have to be patient and give it a little bit of time. Another common side effect that can happen is infection. So the signs of infection include redness, hotness of the skin, discharge of pus and also tenderness. If the infection has spread to the bloodstream, you may also feel unwell and you may have a fever. Breast surgery can be categorized as cleed surgery and what that means is it is a type of surgery that doesn't involve entering a body cavity or cavity unlike for example bowel or stomach surgery. So the risk of infection is not high but it can still happen and it's important to be able to detect the signs early. Normally antibiotic is the mainstay treatment and the majority of the time the infection will resolve. If you develop an abscess, however, then this may need more invasive intervention and treatment. An abscess is a collection of pus underneath the skin, and it's usually treated with needle aspiration. So you would come to the clinic and we would do an ultrasound scan, and if there is any underlying pus, then we will put a needle into the area and aspirate the pus. You'll also then be given antibiotics. Sometimes, if after repeated aspirations, the abscess doesn't go away, then you may need surgical drainage, and this happens under general anaesthetic. So the important thing is to identify the signs and symptoms early enough so you can seek medical help if you either think you have an infection developing or if you have an infection that is not going away with antibiotics. The fifth common side effect is a seroma. Now, a seroma is a collection of fluid underneath the skin around the area where breast tissue has been removed. So if you've had a lumpectomy, it may appear as a fullness around the scar. And if you've had surgery to the axilla, it normally appears as a lump. If you've had a mastectomy or a simple mastectomy without reconstruction, then the fluid accumulates under the skin 
and you may feel like there is a water bath, which you can sometimes feel sloshing around. This is not dangerous, and it is a normal expected thing that can happen after breast surgery. A lot of the time, the body absorbs this fluid, and nothing needs to be done, and no intervention required. However, occasionally the fluid doesn't go away, and so if that is the case, then what we do in the clinic is simply put a needle into the area and with a syringe we remove or aspirate the fluid. This process only takes a few minutes and is not uncomfortable. Sometimes you may need the seroma to be aspirated a few times in order for it to be completely drained. The following side effects can occur as late events, months or even years following surgery. Tiredness is one of them. Now, Tiredness can be due to multiple factors. The time between a cancer diagnosis being given to the time of surgery can be an extremely stressful time, which can be exhausting. Just having to deal with that diagnosis is challenging, but then juggling between personal life, professional life, and all the hospital appointments can also be quite difficult. Coupling all of that with having an operation and a general anaesthetic It's not surprising that people do feel tired following surgery. And for some, this can last for weeks and sometimes months. So just listen to your body and be kind to yourself. And if you are feeling more tired than normal, then do take a rest and identify when you need that downtime. So tiredness is not an unusual experience to have after an operation. Another late side effect that can happen is lymphedema. And if you've had axillary surgery, then the development of lymphedema is always a risk. A sentinel lymph node biopsy, where only up to four nodes are removed, carries with it a risk of around 5%. Whereas an axillary nodal clearance, this is where all the lymph nodes are removed from the armpit, has about a 20% risk of causing lymphedema. Now, clinically, lymphedema manifests itself as a swelling of the hand and arm. And this can happen sometimes years post-surgery. At the moment, it can be difficult to treat. There are currently new and innovative surgical techniques being developed, but by and large, it is currently an irreversible condition. Lymphedema can occur when there is a disruption of the flow of lymphatic fluid around the body, In the case of breast surgery, it's the arms. Um, We know that lymphatic fluid circulates around the body and drains through the lymphatic drainage system into the lymph nodes. So if your lymph nodes have been disturbed or removed, such in the case during auxiliary surgery, then drainage is affected. And as a result, your arm swells up. The treatment for lymphedema at the moment is physiotherapy, including manual lymphatic drainage, as well as exercises and the use of compression sleeves. The last thing I would like to talk about is depression. And this is probably the consequence of not only the surgery itself, but also um, an accumulative effect of the cancer diagnosis, as well as the aftermath following that. It is important to distinguish between a feeling of sadness and major depression. A cancer diagnosis is huge and it impacts one's life and those around you and people react to cancer diagnosis differently. A feeling of grief and disbelief 
denial and sadness are all normal reactions to a cancer diagnosis. And these feelings may intermittently surface throughout the post-operative phase. Depression has been found to affect about 15 to 25% of cancer patients. And this can be quite debilitating. This not only has an effect on the patient, but also on the patient's families and friends. A diagnosis of depression is one that is important to make, as this is a condition that can have a major impact on the quality of life. Some are helped with one-to-one counselling. However, others may benefit from seeking professional help, and this can be arranged by the family physician or GP. It is important to realise that not all people affected by cancer become clinically depressed. However, getting the symptoms of depression recognised early can be extremely beneficial to the long-term recovery of that person. I will leave links in the show notes of places that might be useful if there is need for mental health support. So hopefully this has been a helpful summary of some of the effects that may be experienced after breast cancer surgery. This list is not exhaustive, and I know that there are other side effects that I haven't mentioned. But I really just wanted to um, talk about the commonest experiences that my patients have had. That is not to say that if you have breast cancer surgery that you will get any of these, but I thought it's important to highlight these in case you have experienced them. So thank you so much for listening. And as mentioned earlier, I would really love to hear from you. So do find me on social media and you can find me at Dr. Tasha G. That's D-R Tasha G. And if you want to make sure that you don't miss any of the future episodes, which are released every two weeks, then do hit that subscribe button on your podcasting app of choice. Thank you for all your support and I will see you in the next episode. Take care. Bye.